Are you a business owner, coach, author, speaker, or expert? Are you serious about moving out of the shadow and into the spotlight? If so, you're in the right place. Learn how to pitch the media to get high-level exposure to grow your business and your cause. So if you're ready to be featured in magazines, radio, podcasts, and on TV, and use your message to make more money, then this is the place for you. Welcome to More Than a Soundbite. Hello, hello, hey everybody. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Stacia Crawford, TV producer and media strategist. And I'm here to help you use PR and media to help reach more clients and you guessed it, make more money. That's why we're in business, right? We wanna make more money. So the strategies that I teach work for businesses, whether you are a service-based business or if you sell a product. Do you know that media is one of the fastest and easiest ways to establish yourself as an authority in your field? And if you are not using it, you are making a big mistake. You are truly missing out. So why do so many people bypass the media? I mean, we see it every day. We see TV, we're listening to the radio, we're reading magazines and listening to podcasts just like this one. We are always bombarded with media, even social media but many of us don't see it as an avenue to making more money, to reaching those ideal clients. And I'm gonna tell you why. This podcast is a little bit different. Usually I will interview people who are TV producers and editors or people who are in PR and talk about how you can do your own PR. But in this episode, we're gonna talk about how you are probably, most likely, subconsciously, sabotaging your business and why you are not using the media. It's a simple concept, self-limiting beliefs. That's right. We have self-limiting beliefs. We all have them. And you probably don't even know it because it's very self-subconscious. But your self-limiting beliefs are sabotaging your business. These beliefs are ingrained in our brains. They come from our childhood. You know, sometimes they can come from your parents or things that you saw as a kid. How are they formed? We all have self-limiting beliefs that are formed because of the way our brains work. Our brains look for patterns and they make associations as we process information. So things that we see, things that we hear, things that we feel. And our brains make associations with those things. And in many cases, it's set up to keep us from harm, to protect us, to keep us safe and out of harmful situations. You know, for example, in childhood, you've always heard, you know, don't touch the hot stove. You touch the stove, your hand is hot, you feel the heat, your brain makes that connection, stove is hot, don't touch stove, right? So our brain really works the same way with even daily interactions that we have, and they, they're they there every, every day in everything that we do, including in your business. So as we get older, we develop even more complex responses to those processes. And that leads to more complex beliefs. And even if those beliefs are not true, we still behave in a way that exemplifies those beliefs that we have. So, for example, if you were a child and your parents got divorced and, say, your dad moves out, 
you make that association and you might think that I'm not worthy of being around. That's why my father is not here. And you hold on to that belief. And more importantly, we look for evidence to support that belief. And it's just like if you're having a debate with someone and you're using Google to find evidence to support your debate, you're going to find it. Because anything, you can, you can Google anything and find evidence to support it, even if it is not true. And that is exactly how our self-limiting beliefs work. So, how do these self-limiting beliefs show up? They show up as fear of failure, fear of rejection, mistrust. They basically keep you from reaching your full potential. You know, you tell yourself that you don't deserve things. So how are we going to look, today we're going to look at some of these self-limiting beliefs and how they are ingrained in our brains and how they're affecting our business and, and how they're actually closing the door on so many things that we could be doing to push our businesses forward. So you may be telling yourself, I'm not important. I'm nobody. Nobody wants to hear my story. Why would anybody want to put me on TV? That's a self-limiting beliefs. Or you may be telling yourself, well, you know, if I approach a journalist or an influencer, they're going to ignore me or they're going to blow me off. There's that fear of rejection that's coming up. And the truth is, you do have a story. You have to go back and remember, why did you start this business? Why are you in it? What is your why? What is your purpose? So we have to get clear on that. Because the truth of the matter is, if you don't know what that is, you cannot express that to anyone else. And if you don't recognize your value, then no one else will. And if they don't recognize your value, why would they buy anything from you? So we have to overcome that hurdle. Self-limiting beliefs are actually a built-in failure mechanism. So before you even get off the ground, you've already destined to fail because, because that's what your, your brain is telling you and that's what you're telling your brain. And why would you choose to see the world from a perspective that guarantees your failure? So again, we've got to do the work. There's some work that has to be done. So how do these self-limiting beliefs show up? Um, I recently met with a client, a potential client, who has a fabulous product. She actually has homemade preserves, and she started making them. It was her grandmother's recipe. She started making them at home, and she opened this adorable little shop um, in a small community of about fifty to 55,000 people. Gorgeous little storefront. It's not a particularly busy location, but she gets a you know decent amount of orders online and she does a lot of fairs and um, craft shows and things of that nature. So when I approached her about getting PR and getting media exposure, she immediately shut me down. At first, her eyes got really big and she was intrigued. And then as we talked more about it, she basically talked herself right out of it. She started saying things like, well, you know, we're doing pretty good at the fairs and, you know, in the summer we do the little craft festivals and, and we do okay and we get a few people who stroll in off the street every now and then and, you know, they may tell a friend who will come in and buy a few jars. And she basically t 
talked herself right out of it. She, she was saying that her story wasn't important, her product wasn't great, and she was not deserving of media. So what I had to do was kind of undo that. And that's what we do in our programs. We not only help you in terms of the step-by-step DIY, how to get the publicity for your business, but we also help to break down a lot of those barriers that are keeping you from even taking that first step. Because the truth of the matter is I can give you all the strategies. I can give you the steps. And these are steps that work. I know that they've worked because I use them for my own clients. And they get high-level media attention, local as well as national. So we know that they work. And the clients that I take on, I know that I can get media for them. That's not even a question. But you can take these strategies, but if you don't believe in it, you're not going to use them anyway. So it's not even about what you know. It's about what you do. What are you going to do with the strategies that I teach you? And so in order to even get that far, we have to knock down these limiting beliefs that we're carrying. So another way that um, these limiting beliefs show up is we tell ourselves that I'm not as good as the competition. Well, we have to stop this comparison because when we do comparisons, we're looking on you know Facebook and social media, and of course the competition looks great. They're talking about the money that they're making and the, the exposure that they're getting and the clients that they're taking on but what you don't see is their hard work you don't see their failures you don't see their flaws because that's how social media works right it's not meant to highlight your flaws Um, we get this sense that we have to be perfect I'll reach out to the media when right when my when my business is perfect when I've you know when I've when I've gotten so many customers or when I have a bigger store then I will reach out to the media but the truth of the matter is smaller is sometimes better bigger is not always better when it comes to media the media loves unique stories they love things that are different they love things that are new and so that's that's the perspective that we have to come from we can't come from a perspective of well I can't I don't measure up I'm not good enough because what that says is that you don't, de- you don't value yourself. You've immediately taken yourself out of the game. And no one will value you more than you value yourself. So that's important. The other way these self-limiting beliefs show up is we say, well, someone else will do it. Or someone else should do this for me. When the truth of the matter is, when it comes to promoting yourself in the media, No one can tell your story better than you. Who else knows what you, what it took for you to, to start this business from the ground up and to grow it to where it is today. Nobody else really has that interconnection with your reason, your purpose behind starting this business. And the media is looking for that interpersonal reaction, that interpersonal connection that only you can have with their audience. So, you know, when you're saying that someone else should do it, that's symptomatic of us thinking that we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, and it, it limits you from your full potential. That's you sitting back and saying, well, someone else will do it for me. And as a business owner, we all know that is not going to happen. You have to do it for yourself. You have to be your own best advocate. 
as in many other elements, many other areas of life, you have to be your own best element, your own best advocate. So another way your self-limiting beliefs will show up, and this was another thing that um, the client, the lady who had the homemade preserves, she says, well, I don't like the way I look on TV. I'm not good on TV. I've never been on TV before. I'm shy. And again, you know, when you think of any skill that we have, we had to learn it. Nobody, you know, is born with the skill to tell a compelling story or, you know, to paint a picture with words. Um, You know, you have to learn how to read. You have to learn how to write, just like you had to learn how to walk and talk. And the same thing with crafting a compelling story for the media. It takes work, and it's it's a skill that is learned. And in our programs, that is one of the things we spend quite a bit of time crafting your unique story and it's something where we make sure that it's authentic and it's genuine and it's relatable because that's what the media wants so we're not just going to throw you out there and say oh here talk about your business that would be setting you up for failure and that's not what we want you know we want to make sure that you get the results because then we get the results and so recognizing that our beliefs become our actions. When we take on this belief that I'm too shy, then we begin to act shy. We begin to shut down. We begin to close up. So what we have to do instead is take those small actions to build your confidence. And it's very powerful. You know, I have a saying, it's do, see, be. And so, you know, when you put yourself in a position of where you want to be, First, you have to do it. You have to take those actions. If you want to be a powerhouse business person, then you have to act like that. Then you have to set that stage. You have to carry yourself in that way because, believe me, success is only a perception. And when you act that way, other people will see you that way. And then it becomes, you know, it's just like a cycle. The more you see it, the more you act it, the more you become it. And that's what you'll do. It's very powerful. So, you have to find small steps that you can every you can do every day so that you can remo- remove that fear. Another way that that self-limiting belief shows up is when we see other people in the media and we immediately start attaching negative emotions to them. We look at that person on television and we say they're bragging or they're showing off or you know they're exaggerating and we associate negative feelings with being out in front and being on top we're making a judgment and when we do that we put that on someone else then we have to recognize that we will never rise to that level because our subconscious mind if i'm if i'm putting these negative labels on that why would my self-conscious mind ever allow me to be that I don't want to be perceived as bragging or exaggerating or showing off. So my self-conscious mind, again, it holds me back. It keeps me from that full potential. So again, our behavior is following that pattern of our self-conscious, our subconscious thought. So, you know, we tell ourselves we don't want to be like that. And so we, you know, it, it just holds us back. Once again, that's exactly what that does. It's another way that it holds us back. And this shows up 
in several ways because we find that our brains follow patterns where we always want to be right. We, as humans, it's part of our nature to want to be right. And so when we tell ourselves this, you know, you tell yourself, well, I didn't deserve to get that new client. And so then you show up in a way that does not attract that new client and the client goes to someone else and then your brain says, see, I told you you weren't good enough. There's that pattern. There's that evidence that we've been looking for and now we found it to support that belief, which isn't even true, but we found the evidence to support it and so that's how we act and that's how we think. And those beliefs are very hard to change, but there are some things that we can do to change them. One of the things that I always have my clients do is write down your goals. What is it that you want to do? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? And actually write it down. Even in the Bible, it says write the vision, make it plain. Get it out of your head and get it on paper. That is very important and it's incredibly powerful. And then what you have to do is write down all the reasons why you think you cannot achieve them. Why do you think, what is your brain saying to you that makes you think that you cannot achieve this goal? And even if it's, write down the most ridiculous and outlandish thing, even if you think that it's ridiculously outlandish, write it down, even if it's extreme. And then look for patterns in those reasons because a lot of times behind that underneath that pattern is where that self-limiting belief will live and then imagine the worst case scenario so if you're telling yourself i'm not good enough on tv or i don't look good on tv i don't speak well enough to be on tv my product is not perfect yet i don't have enough a big enough customer base all these things that you're telling yourself then imagine what's the worst case scenario Okay, so you go on TV and maybe you flub, you know, you take the opportunity and you don't do a good job. Is that better than you having done nothing? Probably not. And so when you look at it from a worst case scenario point of view, it helps you to realize that that fear that you have really isn't as big as you thought it was. Because all you have to do is make sure that that doesn't happen again. You practice, you prepare, and you plan. And then the next time when you reach out for that opportunity, you know I've got nowhere to go but up. I messed up that last opportunity. That will not happen again. And you, know, and you do that in incremental small steps. The other thing that's really important is that you focus on new beliefs and literally retrain your brain. You know, what I tell my clients is we have to mind your business. And that means that literally we have to go into your mind and train it in a way that supports your business goals, not sabotages them. And that's, that's a process. There's a lot of work that goes into doing that. And one of the ways, the simplest ways is to speak it. You have to see it because if you speak it, you will begin to believe it. It will become second nature to you. And then third, find people who exemplify those new beliefs that you're trying to form. 
So if you see someone, whether they're in your industry or not, and they come off as confident and they just seem like the world is their oyster, you have to look at them and then you mimic the things that they're doing. And also read books. Surround yourself with information. Information is king. Surround yourself with information. Read books, blogs, other materials that are going to reinforce your new beliefs. I mean, why do you think that the self-help industry is a billion, multi-billion dollar industry? Because we all have these self-limiting beliefs and there's work that, that it takes to overcome them. And those are the actions that you have to take. You know, it does take time, but you have to be consistent and you will see measurable results, but just take small steps. And I encourage you to embrace those positive changes that you begin to experience in your mind. You'll start seeing that transformation. You'll start saying, oh, I remember when I thought I couldn't do this, or I remember when I wasn't good enough. And then you just keep pushing forward. But, you know, in our programs, we have professionals who will work with you to overcome those barriers and to form those new beliefs. And then you can embrace those positive changes that occur in your mind, in your life, and in your business. Because we want to help you take your business to that next level. And there's no reason for you to be stuck at the bottom. We're going to take it step by step. Um, the next cohort of our program, Be Seen, Get Booked, will be starting shortly. So I encourage you to check it out. Have a conversation with me. Um, go to BeSeenGetBookedSession.com. I have some time on my calendar. I would love to talk to you about your business and how I can help you. We help people craft awesome story ideas. We give you tactics and strategies for reaching out to the media. It's easier than you may think. You are your own best advocate. There's no reason you should spend thousands of dollars a month hiring a PR agency when you can do it yourself in as little as 30 minutes a day. That's right, 30 minutes a day. Aren't you worth the investment? You are worth the investment. And more importantly, your clients are worth the investment because they need to know where you are. They need to know how to find you because that's how you find more clients, you impact more people, and you make more money. And who doesn't want more money? That's why we're in business, right? Otherwise, it would be a hobby. So reach out to me, stayreadymedia.com or beseengetbookedsession.com. I would love to talk to you. And if you like this podcast, then subscribe, because we have some awesome awesome strategies that we teach the interviews that we do we talk with media professionals producers editors from all over the country we talk to PR professionals who share many of their trade secrets with the audience and believe me you can do it yourself and transform your business so we're looking to help you we want to help you I'm so excited that you're here but make sure you subscribe to this podcast so that we can help other business owners just like you discover it as well. Until next time, we want to make sure you're able to share your story and be more than a soundbite. Take care.